Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Divine Your Life podcast. My mission in this podcast, in this life, in my job is to help align the mind and body with deep healing so you can access your truth and your power and divine your life. I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do, please share, like, comment, review all the things. I appreciate you so much. And let's dive right in. Hello, welcome to the Divine Your Life podcast. Today I have special guest and one of my best friends in the whole world, Melissa Thompson, on to talk so much goodness about relationships, kind of specifically targeting friendships, asking ourselves what makes a really good friend, what are the qualities of a trustworthy friend, how do we create powerful connections with the friends that we have, or How do we draw in really authentic and aligned people in our lives to enter deep friendships with? Um, The power of true friendship is such an amplifier to all areas of our lives, our relationships, our careers, our faith. And I think sometimes we overlook the magnitude that our friendships hold. And honestly, a lot of us will underprioritize their direct influence on how good life can get. So tap in, get excited, guys. Don't tap out because I swear there's so much value in this episode. If you can, you know, put your ego aside and apply this to your life and get really curious with yourself where you stand in relationships, um, I think this is going to be such a tangible, amazing episode. I'm so excited. So with all that, welcome Melissa Thomas. Hi. (laughs) I love you so much. I love you too. I'm so happy you're here. Me too. I love that we just did a dance party and breath work. Yeah. And had a like a little cry before all this. (laughs) That's like how this typical relationship goes. I like hug you, we cry, we dance, we breathe, and then we get into whatever we're supposed to do. And then we have deep, amazing conversations. So good. I'm so excited to have you on this one. It feels I feel more centered and present and intentional with you than I have yet on this podcast. And I know the message that we're about to translate is gonna be so good. Thank so, you. Thank you for coming over and thank bringing coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Although you didn't want any. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I want to start by you getting to share a little bit about yourself. Give my listeners some background on you. Yeah. So we were just talking about this before we started recording, but I could say all of these things like I am a coach, I'm all these things, but in reality, we are just multidimensional beings mm-hmm. of love. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but if you really want to know what kind of stuff that I do in the world, um, I am a, a trauma-informed, I keep on wanting to say the word spiritual, so I'm going to okay. go ahead and say that. It's Channels. like coming out of my mouth. You are. You are <laughs> I'm that. a trauma-informed spiritual coach, and I help mm-hmm. women heal their relationships with themselves, heal people-pleasing, mm-hmm. and reclaim their feminine power. I love that. We did just have this conversation because we were kind of practicing our titles yeah. <laughs> and how attached we are as humans to titles. Mm-hmm. And like, I think we, I just said this too, it feels like when we create a title for ourselves, we're stuck with that title forever Yeah, and we don't like commitment as humans. Right. So I was like, just tell me what you do right now. And you just said it and you named it. And how did that feel? It felt really good because it is what I've been doing and exactly. it's fulfilling on so many levels. And Mm -hmm. I've also been like so many different things in my life too. 
as a quote unquote, like job title. Right. And being here right now and doing this work is so incredible. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I just, it, again, this just channeled through because we just talked about this, but I do want you to share that I am. Yeah. So I think this comes, I can't remember where this comes from. I I'm pretty sure Wayne Dyer spoke about it. Do you know Wayne Dyer? Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. Really? You've got to listen to Wayne Dyer. You show me everyone I know. You haven't said him yet. (laughs) (laughs) He is probably like my OG spiritual teacher. I started learning from him like 10 years ago and his message just resonates with Mm. me so much. But he basically says that the words I am are so powerful. And when you say I am blank, whatever that may be, that is what you're creating into Mm -hmm. existence. Mm -hmm. And so if you consistently tell yourself like, oh, I'm, I'm such a people pleaser, or I'm a mess, or I'm always late, or all of these things, then that's who you are. Mm -hmm. You're, you're telling yourself who you are and that's who you're going to show up as Mm -hmm. in the world. And it can be conscious or unconscious. So like you can do it so consciously and say like, I am like, just try this. Like mm-hmm. say, I am Britley. I am Britley. I am Melissa. Mm-hmm. And then you can say your last name. I am Melissa Thomas. I am Britley Williams. I am Melissa fucking Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and that feels real, right? It like feels... there's no emotional pull when I say that. That is fact. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels so resonant. And so like, if you're listening, I encourage you to just like become the witness to whenever you Mm. say the words I am and like what you put after that. that. And like, don't pigeonhole yourself. Don't label yourself and don't feel like you have to be this one specific thing and then have to be attached to it because that's so limiting. You're so much more than that. Chills. I just got chills. That's it though. That's what we're here to do. I love that give each other chills. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh my gosh. So how we met again, divine alignment, I would say is through my best friend. I've mentioned Kelsey on every podcast, so she needs to get her butt on here. She does. Um, and I need to actually sit down and have a conversation with her yeah. because Kelsey, like if she could make a living out of just connecting good humans, she would, she'd be so rich. Yeah. She'd be a millionaire. <laughs> Um, I moved to Denver without knowing anybody and she was trying to help me navigate friendships and she just dropped your name once and that's all it took. I'm pretty sure I followed you on Instagram and messaged you and it took us a minute, I think, to really meet up in person. I think we lived vicariously, but I also think, and we'll get into this, I don't know that I was in the energetic space right when I moved to Denver to show up as the most amazing friend because I was overwhelmed um, with emotion and just kind of grasping for people rather than intentionally placing myself to meet them. But I met you and it felt like everything changed and I felt at home here and you've changed the trajectory of friendships for me. And so I want to really talk today about friendships. Like what makes a good friend? What does that look like? What does a deep, authentic connection look like, feel like, and if we don't have them, how do we draw them in? Mm-hmm. Because I think we as humans, we crave it more than anything. I think a lot of us get in our own way in obtaining it. Mm-hmm. And then I think just there's so much to it. I think relationships are the single most important entity. They're the ca- they're the catalyst. They're the expanders to which we soar or we fall, honestly, I think, in so, so many areas. Yeah, that is such a big topic. Mm-hmm. And it's so important. Like, 
we were just discussing before hopping on the podcast, like, I don't think that this topic is necessarily talked about enough. And I think that so many people are, are dealing with some sort of friendship issue or Mm -hmm. struggling with friendship because I feel like right now the world is starting to awaken and become more conscious to their authentic truth. Mm -hmm. And then when we do that, what doesn't resonate around us, including the people around us, like our friendships can start to fall away or just not feel in alignment anymore. And Mm -hmm. so, and this specifically for me has also been such a huge theme of my life that I've been navigating and healing and doing like so much work Mm -hmm. on over the past, like, I don't know, I would say like going deeply into it over the past year. And then over the past five months, I mean, five years, I've been really struggling with it. Mm -hmm. And, um, kind of like what you were saying, like when you first moved here to Denver last year, you weren't necessarily in that space to like have those authentic friendships right away. And I was also in that same place too, where I was focused, like my season of my life was focusing on shifting my career and building my career and becoming a trauma informed practitioner. And with that came so much like trauma healing on myself. So Mm -hmm. I had no space in my life to have like deep, deep friendships and like focus a lot of my time on them. So now I'm in this space where I get to actually like take all of the trauma healing that I've been doing and then apply it in real life to friendship. And it feels so good. I'm like, oh my gosh, this (laughs) is what I've been wanting. This is what I've been like... I don't know if you feel this way, really, but like, or anyone listening, but like, do you feel this like piece of your heart that's like longing Mm. or that was longing for deep, intimate soul connection with other Mm. like-minded women or friends or whatever that may be? Yes. And I don't think that I identify that that's what was missing. Does that make sense? So yes. And like I said, I don't know that I knew how good it could get until I allowed myself to get there. So I thought I had friends, like, right. I had enough and all my friends were great. And we checked in with each other once in a while. We met up, we went out, we did the thing. And that appear that is what I then tied the definition of friendship to, because that's all I knew. Right. I think meeting Kelsey was the first kind of friend that started to shift my perspective and my holding there. But um, when I, it wasn't until I found you and the woman in my life now, everyone, know, you know who you are, that I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is it. This is what I've been missing. This is what is so fulfilling. This is the kind of support to where I can run off the cliff, leap, fall and be fully caught. Like that has never been something that I've experienced. That is never something that I have wanted to give back so tenfold into my friendships and love because I feel so supported that all I want to do is love and support you all. Mm -hmm. It is a very different, a very different feeling. It is so fulfilling. But to answer your question, now that I know that that exists, that's all I want for every single human. Mm -hmm. Genuinely. That's all that I want because I don't think people allow themselves or believe that they can have friendships of such depth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. I feel so similarly, Mm. like, you know, like the friends that we have and like you and I as friends, 
is unlike any friendship that I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And for years, I have been calling in this kinds, these kinds of friendships Mm -hmm. and these women and like even writing down lists in my journal of like, what are the qualities that I want in a friend? Yeah. And really having to like open myself up to receive that. Cause I did this also for manifesting my partner, my fiance. Mm -hmm. Like I knew like my soul remembers and like Mm -hmm. longed for this depth that I knew that I wanted and I knew I deserved. Yeah. And I, I'd never experienced it before, but I somehow knew that Mm. it was out there. Mm -hmm. And so like, I feel like I finally arrived. Like, I feel like I was in alignment and just like available and ready. So ready. So, so, so ready to meet you and to meet our friends and to like have these deep connections. So yeah, that was my experience. <laughs> and isn't that why every other relationship that you've had before Derek or can I name drop Derek? Yeah. Hi, Derek. <laughs> Hi, Derek. <laughs> um, every relationship that you've had before Derek and every friendship that you've had before these friends that you have now felt sticky. Like there was fuzziness in our connection. And I never knew. I always thought it was me or them or whatever resentment was built up between because I allowed it because I just was like, oh, this feels right. It looks right. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's interesting. I actually have a story there. <laughs> So I don't know if like you can relate Brittley or anyone else, but like the pandemic really Mm. shifted things for (laughs) so many people. And for me, one of those things was friendships. Mm -hmm. Like my, my friend group with, um, with Derek, I was so much trying to fit into their friend group and Mm. to be liked and to be accepted from this place of feeling like, do you, do you think I'm worthy enough? Mm -hmm do you accept me into Mm. your group? Do Mm. I belong? And coming from this place of lack and trying to fit into this box. And it felt so, that's where for me, it felt so sticky and it felt so unaligned. And then the pandemic happened and then Derek and I awakened and we just not, I mean, it kind of naturally just happened so that some of the friends in that friend group just didn't align anymore. Right. And which was hurtful at first, probably. It was so hard. Yeah. Like, I'm still healing from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I'm like, wow, I'm talking about this on a podcast. But um, after that, I felt so alone and I felt mm-hmm. so unfulfilled and I felt really scared mm-hmm. and I just wanted this connection. So I kind of settled for the this other group of friends that kind of came into my life yeah. in this serendipitous way. And um, I was at that this point, too, of like really like knowing myself and Mm -hmm. building up a really, really strong, healthy, stable relationship with me, with me and me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I was like craving these deep friendships. So I was like, oh, there's this little friend group over here. I'm just going to pop in. And they're like, be our friend, you're a friend and all this stuff. And that's all it took. You're like done because we were, you were searching. I was searching and I was like, oh my gosh, this must be so aligned. But there was something in me that was like, no, 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 these are not your people. Mm -hmm. And I was settling. I like, I was like starting to expand and like be my full true self. But at the same time, I was like, kind of still like settling back into these old people pleasing ways and these old ways of like making myself small and trying Mm -hmm. to fit in Mm -hmm. that I was like, okay, this just doesn't feel aligned. And so Mm -hmm. I like, um, you know, naturally just like distanced from that friend group coming back to square one and being like, okay, well, 
if that didn't work out and if I'm trying to find deep, long lasting, healthy friendships, like what, what, what other work do I have to do on myself Mm -hmm. to be available for that? Because Mm -hmm. I'm still, I was still navigating like deep traumas from like when I was a kid, from high school, from college. So yeah, which all comes back not to throw it off, but to get back on track, which all comes from, if you don't know that you make 95% of your decisions from the subconscious space, you didn't know you were choosing those friends because of five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old Melissa, right, was choosing those friends. This looks good. This is a group of people. This is fine. And you gravitated towards there. It wasn't until you were like, no, present day evolved. All the work that's been done present day with Melissa wants to choose different. Right. Mm-hmm. You had to have that discernment of this is what I've always brought in. This is what's never worked. And this is where I need it to be different. Right. Like you didn't, you couldn't have. So we have to have compassion for ourselves where we're at and the friends that we have. And this is not to say, too, I want to clarify this. This dropped on my heart a minute ago. This doesn't mean you need to get all new friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Or it might, but it doesn't always. Right. Because I wanted to make a point that, like, I have friends from the past four years. There's only three of them, four of them, but they've made it too. Mm-hmm. I think the reason that I speak of these new friends is because I evolved to attract you in. And only three of my friends evolved with me to meet me here today. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. That's so, so, yeah. I just want to say that too. Like there are friends that are probably listening. They're like, what about me? And I'm yeah. like, no, you too. Like we evolved together, which is very different and beautiful and unique in itself. But the evolution of Britley, who I became to attract in you and the girls I met here, like it gets to be both. Does that make sense? Yes. 100%. I'm so glad that you said that because I I think in the past for me, I was picking friends that weren't committed to the de- the deep path of growth that mm-hmm. I have always been on. And mm-hmm. from my experience, that looked like having to like uproot myself and leave like mm-hmm. entire friend groups because I was like, this does not align with my path of growth. And these other people are, un- are unwilling to grow with me. Right. And, and now I get to intentionally meet people and choose to be friends with people and choose to go deep with people that are also like on that same path. And that's really exciting to me because that to me is like a foundation. That's Mm -hmm. like one of my top priorities in my life. And that's why Derek and I have been together for so long is because like Mm -hmm. we both share that together and Mm -hmm. we both grow together and we both lift each other up and, and like celebrate each other in our growth. So I think that's like, what comes to mind for me when you're talking about that. And I do have friends from the past, um, like that are older friends and family members as well that mm-hmm. aren't necessarily on this like spiritual path of yeah. growth and exploration and all these things. But like, I still love them and I still have the best time with them and they, they accept me for who I am. And they're probably not willing to talk about some of the deep spiritual stuff. And I sure try. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I just learned about this. And they're yeah. like, cool. Like, let's go get some lunch. Totally. You and those, know? those are our foundations, yeah. right? Like, not that we're above or we're below, but those those people are our foundations, and then we get to work up from there. Like, those don't have to be people that we eliminate, but they can be a great example of, like, where we 
land if we fall, but also just project us forward into the best things possible. And I think too, people learn and lean in when we're just doing, right? If I'm like, hey, come on this journey with me. Come on, come on, come on. Like, let me show you. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, stop. Leave me alone. I got this. But when they see you evolve, that's when people want to lean in. They're like, what is that girl doing? Yeah. Her life's changed drastically for mm-hmm. the better. And it's coming from a place of authenticity. And I want, I'm interested. Yeah. So it's a, it takes that, right? More so than like, please come with me because I don't want to lose you. <laughs> then like yeah. people that are willing to lean in on what you're doing and want to see you grow and yeah, and do the growth themselves. Yeah. Mm. So good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're talking about these amazing friendships and this depth. And what is that? Let's talk about what that looks like. Because people are like, I think I have great friends, right? Like, what does it look like to be a good friend? What is a true friendship connection that is, I always use unconditional with my friends because that word has never held so much meaning in my past. Like, unconditional. Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Mm, That's such a good question. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to start with this part that we were discussing earlier um, before we started this podcast, which is like, I firmly believe that your relationship with yourself is -hmm. the foundation for everything in your life. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself and if you don't love yourself, you, that will be reflected in your friendships, in your job, in your relationship romantically with your relationship with the earth, with Mm -hmm. your relationship with food, with your relationship with body. Like it all starts with you. And to me, my ability to be a good friend and to be the friend that I want to be all comes back to how am I showing up for myself and how do I, how am I treating myself and taking care of myself and loving myself? And for me, I, in my friendship specifically and in my relationship with myself, for me, trust, honesty, and love Mm -hmm. is so is like top priority Mm -hmm. and also like willingness to grow and depth and like also being like interested in the same things yeah spirituality and personal development yeah and stuff like that um and I honestly like I'm gonna just say it so honestly too like I am still healing Mm -hmm. I'm still learning what it means to be a good friend mm-hmm. and like I'm okay with that because yeah. I'm like ready I'm like yeah. I'm ready to practice I actually just had a conversation yesterday with another friend um and I in the beginning of that friendship I would say like I to me what's important is that you just get to be you mm-hmm. And I will unconditionally love you for you. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to change. You don't have to have to like conform to me. You don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily be or do anything. I just want you to be you mm-hmm. and whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. And it's interesting when you say things like that, yeah. then all of the stuff that isn't in alignment with that will start to come up so that you can look at it and heal it. Yeah. So like for me, all of these triggers were coming up and in friendships of like mm. judgments that I was having on other people, but it all came back to like, how am I judging myself? Absolutely. <laughs> like I'm how so am I not, yes. how am I not unconditionally loving myself for me? 
mm-hmm. with all of my flaws, all of my imperfections. It's so good. It was like, it's been like game changing. Yeah. And I've been like really healing a lot of like judgment. Yeah. Like, like judgment is so, yes. You know, I was having this conversation the other day with a friend about my career. I was like, here's the thing. People are going to judge me regardless. And all that is, is that a reflection upon themselves. And what I mean by that is if I'm doing something in my purest, authentic self and someone either loves what I'm doing, they see what they're doing. They're like, man, I want to do that. It's because they themselves have full ability to do that. Mm-hmm. They can step into that power whenever they want. It's themselves that's, you know, disallowing that. Or on the contrary, someone's like, she's really annoying. She cusses a lot and it makes her really less classy. That's a judgment that they put on them. The, they then put on themselves. I can't cuss because that looks like, right? So no matter what we're doing, it's a reflect judgment. And when we can lead in relationships with that discernment and curiosity of why am I being triggered? Yeah. Like we just get to learn so much about ourselves. And what I think is beautiful when we can get into this is like, then I get to bring it to you. Like, hey, Melissa, this is the weirdest thing. Yes. This is the experience I'm having. You just triggered the fuck out of me. Like, we get to talk about that. And and the vision is that at the end of that conversation, we get stronger and I learn something about myself and you learn something about me. Like, would you hold space for me while I navigate this with you? Yes. That's what it is. Like, we we actually do this. Like, and I love that you said, like, we're not experts. We're navigating. But like... How amazing is it that we get to be like, hey, look, this triggered me. This yeah. came up probably because of this, but what do you think? And yeah. there's like no judgment. I'm like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I don't know. Like my reality is this, but your reality is this. And we always come to this beautiful epiphany and conclusion of how to hold each other better. Oh my God. Yes. <sighs> yeah. You just nailed it. I love that so much. And it all comes back to like – um there's someone that says this and I'm just borrowing it from her, but like crystal clear communication Mm -hmm. with the intention of, of peace, the intention of like full transparency and wanting to bring things Mm -hmm. to each other and wanting to talk about it so that there's no like resentment. There's no underlying things that you're like constantly like worried about or like holding in this like unconscious or conscious Mm -hmm stuff that if you just talk about it and if you put it on the table, it's going to feel maybe uncomfortable in the moment for like five minutes. But once it's out, then it's, you don't have to carry it anymore. And if you do it with the intention of love and respect for one another, Mm -hmm. that's where the magic happens. And that's what I'm learning and practicing in relationships and friendships, which has been incredible. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And the first thing you said too about like I have to be in a space where I can fill myself up. It's it brings me to the next point of like boundaries in relationships because I don't see you every day, but when I see you, I feel like we are so intentional. Like here's the deal. I have, you know, we have a lot going on. We are building businesses alongside each other, which is so fun. It's so fun. But I can't if I spread myself thin, then every interaction we have, I'm gonna be I'm going to be elsewhere. When we have this intentional time, it's so it's just you and me and it's just me, you and Tori, you and whatever friend group we're with that in that moment. It's so intentional and deep and magical. And there's like a beautiful duality too, because yes, we get deep and we 
connect and we are honest and real and authentic, but we also like totally play and <laughs> dance and do yoga and goof around. Cause I think if there's one, if there's too much of one, like too much depth can almost feel like, what the heck are we always processing something? Right. <laughs> yeah. And then too much fun. Like we don't get to know each other. So we have this beautiful dance between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And so when we are together, it's so magical and intentional, which allows us the time to fill our cups up, fill our relationships up. Like there's, there's no room for like, I don't know, just like the obligatory show ups. Right. Yeah. I think it's really important. Like you are not obligated to show up. In fact, if we make plans and you break them, I love you. I'll see you the next time. Mm-hmm. I think there's just mutual understanding of like, I want to show up when I am energetically here for you only. Right. You don't deserve any less and I can't show up in any other way. Like that's just what it gets to be. Yeah. And I think removing any like judgment on ourselves or judgment on others for that is really been something that I've learned throughout these relationships as well. Yeah. That's such a good topic. Like Mm -hmm. first, like respecting and like having the ability and the capacity to give yourself what you need and respect and honor yourself first and then communicate that Mm -hmm. to your friends is so important, I think, for healthy relationships. And like, like you were saying, you know, if I, if I am not feeling capable to show up Mm -hmm. as my, as my best self, um, or that's, this is another like thing that I'm thinking about that's coming up to me too, is like, I know that even if I did show up as my less than self, or if Mm -hmm. I showed up like crying in a mess, Mm -hmm. like you would be there to hold me and love me. And at the same time, like I am respecting myself and for what I need and and in certain moments, like I just need to be alone mm-hmm. or in certain moments, like I need rest yes. or I need this or whatever that may be. Yeah. And like communicating that and yeah. then having the, the mutual respect to be like, yes. cool, like that I honor you, like yeah. take all the time that you yes. need. But the importance of boundaries, I think is like the communication the aspect communication. of it. It's so crystal clear. communication. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I, whoever said that. I think that we'll was Melissa, Melissa Ambrosini. I love that though. There's no room, like there has to be intent. There's really no room for fuzziness because it just grows in mm-hmm. relationships. Yeah. And I love that you said you get to show up both, right? Like that doesn't mean that I have to be energetically charged in order to come hang out with you. Like I show up drained all the time and then you regulate my nervous system in five <laughs> seconds and we're ready to go. And it gets to be both. I just think you don't have to explain yourselves. Sometimes right. just I'm not there. And then you know what I feel when you say that? I like stop what I'm doing. I'm like, oh my God, my best friend is like going through a moment. And then I'm like, let me just support her. I love you. Show up for me or show up when for you and let me know how I can support you. Yeah. Like that's such a different shit. That doesn't happen that often. I know. It's, I yeah. Guess, yeah. That's actually something that I'm currently like practicing, I guess. I, I don't want to use the words working on because sometimes the word working on mm-hmm. can have this negative connotation. Like I'm yeah. working on it. It's hard. Added to the list of things I need to work on. Yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. So being able to ask for what I want and what I need in friendship is something that has been challenging for me in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's been one of the reasons why for me, a lot of the friendships in the past haven't been the healthiest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something that I'm like navigating and practicing yeah. right now. Yeah. 
Well, and every relationship is going to have ruptures, right? But it's how we repair them. And I think we need to take some time to talk about that because how you just said me being able to clearly state my needs has never been a space in a relationship in my past. And that is all that a rupture is, right? Is me expressing my needs to you. Like, hey, I love to share the impact that what you just did is having on me. Are you open to having a conversation with me where we can navigate and move through this together to come out stronger? Mm. So the vision is you and I connect on a deeper level and come out stronger. And I'm telling you, I need to communicate this with you because it had an impact on me. Yeah, Knowing that you had no ill will or intent on hurting me, right? Like we have to understand that as well, that we're human beings and part of being an amazing friend and knowing that we get to hold compassion for these people because they're just humans. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I think that we experience something and maybe we feel alone in that experience or we're the, we're the only people that are feeling that way. Mm-hmm. And once we are able to communicate that and do that from like, you're saying like a, a compassionate, like human mm-hmm. to human, like yeah. we're, human we human. all, we all deal with challenges and struggles. And so I feel like the more openly we can communicate with each other with yeah. love, with like heart centered yeah. truth, that yeah. is so impactful. And we actually like experienced that and yeah I was just I've been, gonna say we had a beautiful moment yeah I've day. been practicing like having the courage to communicate like what my internal experience is in friendships mm-hmm. and um I was like experiencing something with you and I feel like it's always really good to pre-frame and be like hey do you have the capacity to like listen to what's on my heart right now yes in something I that so I've too. experienced inside of our friendship I really want to like um, like let you know like how sure. I'm feeling and share yeah. so that we can, you know, come to, I don't even know. See, like pain I'm shared still- is pain divided, right? Like you being mm. able to, you being able to share your pains with me just allows us to divide it up, conquer it and walk through it together. Mm. Yeah. But yes, like asking intentionally like, Hey, this is, this is impacting me. Do you have a moment? Do you have the space for me to lean into you and get your thoughts on it? So that we can grow. Yeah. Yeah. I think asking first Mm -hmm. is so important because if the other person isn't available or not ready or triggered or struggling with something on their own, they may not be able to like meet heart to heart and and the wholeness and hold that space. So that's important. And I will say like, I don't always do that. Sometimes I just like to be like, here's what I feel like. (laughs) Which is okay too though, I think. I mean, these are just tools, right? Totally. Yeah. But yeah, I shared with you like something so vulnerable from my Mm -hmm. heart and that's what I've been practicing. And something that I actually teach with my clients too, is like when you speak from your heart and when you speak from your highest self, your Mm -hmm. highest, most loving self, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Like you're doing it from a place of such love for yourself and for the other person that there's the intention is is love mm-hmm. and like that is so strong mm-hmm. and that is so brave and that is so courageous and vulnerable and then from that space you get to go deeper and yeah. see more clearly yeah with each other like what actually is the truth mm-hmm. and so i shared with you something that was on my heart because it was like a trigger from my past of like 
making friends with someone and then they make friends, like I introduce them to my other friend and then they become yeah. best friends. And then, yeah. and then that like inner child part of me is like, oh my gosh, I just lost two friends <laughs> and now they're friends and now they don't want to be friends with me. But that wasn't the case at all. Like right. my intention with bringing you and our other girlfriend, Tori together, hi Tori, <laughs> is like, I want all of us to be friends. Yeah. There, why would I not want you to be friends? There's mm-hmm. so much love to be had. And yeah. so just by me, like lifting that off my chest and like mm-hmm. sharing my fear yeah. that I, like, I felt, um, I don't know if the word is correct, if it's like envy or jealousy, but it was definitely like fear. Tr- it was like fear of loss. Yeah. And so it was triggering this past like trauma that yeah. I had when I was a child. Yeah. And so by me sharing that, I was able to like be met by you with mm-hmm. so much love and compassion and by Tori with so much love and compassion. Mm-hmm. And now I don't even feel that anymore yeah. just by sharing it with you. Yeah. Like it instantly was just like snap of the fingers. Yeah. I was like, cool, done. done. Like so, I love yeah. you guys. Let's all be friends. There's yeah. no, there's, there's no loss. Totally. There's no loss. And when you showed up with that vulnerability coming straight from your heart space, this is how my body felt. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. Like makes so much sense why you feel that way. I totally get it. Like let's, let's fix this. Let's, that makes so much sense. There was nothing like, oh my God, you're being so silly. Like, why would you think that? There was none of that. It was like, oh my gosh, my best friend is coming to me with this vulnerable thing and I get to hold her and this is amazing. And how can I help? Right. And I think like one of the conclusions that we actually came up with is I was like, every time you're feeling that way, like Tori and I are doing something and you don't feel like you want to reach out because you don't want to be a burden or too much, do it anyway. So that I can be the safe space to land and that Tori can be the safe space to land every time and we can build that muscle of how not a burden and how beautiful and loved and supported you are. Like, let's build that muscle up because the other muscle's been built up, right? Like time and time again, <laughs> yeah. like I'm scared. I'm going to lose friends. I'm going to connect people and they're going to run off into the sunset without me. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So let's build up the other muscle and let's do that for each other. And I could only have done that and helped you build that with you showing up vulnerable. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Otherwise I would have never known and you would have created a resentment for Tori and I, and then we would have fuzziness, which we just said we can't have fuzziness. Exactly. No fuzziness here. (laughs) Crystal clear. Oh yeah. And it was such a beautiful like way to be met. And I know that like, for me, it was, it really had nothing to do with you guys. It was Mm -hmm. all my inner experience and like my inner traumas and my fears that were coming up. Yeah. And so being able to share that and like, basically bring that like shadow aspect into the light. It was met with so much light. It was met with so much grace and compassion and Mm -hmm. love and like reassurance. Not that I necessarily needed it because all I needed was just to get that off my chest so that it could be freed. (laughs) And then it was met with this like overwhelming amount of love and Mm -hmm. compassion. And I feel like it just made our friendship grow even stronger and deeper. So Yeah. yeah. I think every time you show up vulnerably, you're held, met, seen, heard, loved, it just deepens the connection. 100%. So like if you want to go deeper into your connections, guess what the key is? Vulnerable. <laughs> you have to. I don't know what – it's like we're all keeping the same secret when we're not, right? Like we're all just walking through life doing the same thing. Just show up. Be vulnerable. And, yeah, 
there's so much beauty to that in every relationship, in the, in the relationship with yourself. Be vulnerable with yourself. Be raw, real, and open with yourself. Be really fucking real with your partner, with your family, with your friends. If you show vulnerable and you're honest and real, it takes their guard down. It takes your guard down and you get to restack building a foundation of freaking oh, liberation, expansion, love, like instead of fear, tiptoeing, whatever. Yes. Diluted, you know? Vulnerability is so strong. And what just came to me when you were saying that is like vulnerability is like one of the ultimate acts of leadership. It's Mm. like I'm going first. Yeah. And it's giving the other person permission to be vulnerable too. And it creates this like vulnerability cycle (laughs) of like, let's just be as real and honest as we can and sharing from our deepest hearts so that we can be met with with love like we've been like snapping the podcast can't see we're snapping I'm like my my body is lit up that's it vulnerability is leadership I'll go first yeah that's so beautiful it's so and it's scary you know like I'm not gonna say that it's not scary yeah but it's scary to be vulnerable sometimes but like my biggest lesson has been like if you don't take the leap. And if you don't speak from your heart, mm-hmm. you're going to wake up with a lot of regret and resentment one day mm-hmm. or even tomorrow. Tomorrow. And that's or you're not... carrying it right now. Right. So like Free how uncomfortable are you willing to be with yeah. feeling the fear of being vulnerable right now and practicing growing that vulnerability muscle? Yeah. And I'm going to tell you right now, an awkward five minutes is way better than an awkward five years, right? Like. Yes. If you think it's awkward or hard or that's your ego, first of all, it's not real. I promise it's never going to be as scary as you created it in your mind to be. Those five minutes of conversation is going to free you of five years. I say this so heavily of resistance and weight. I'm getting like, oh, (laughs) it does. Five minutes of a conversation, being vulnerable, showing up, expressing what's on your heart will save you years of things that you don't have to experience pain and suffering yeah 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 i think a tangible tool too this just came to me is like if you're wondering and you're questioning right now what friendships feel out of alignment or if you feel like there's a friendship that you can't use these tools to connect further on is asking yourself of present day you because maybe you've been friends with this person for five years and there's this obligation to them. You've been through so much. You've experienced so much. I think that's a big reason we stay in relationships altogether with people a little too long. But just asking yourself, if you met her today, would you still be friends with her? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because if you if we meet people at the vibrational match that we're at and we you either grow together and if you're not growing together, you're going to grow apart. So just like holding the space for yourself, asking yourself that hard question. And if you can't mend and deepen a relationship, like maybe allow some energetic space for new ones to come in. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I love that. I feel like um, it's always important to reference like how you're feeling in your body around Mm -hmm. someone else. Mm -hmm. Like if your nervous system feels tight, and mm-hmm. contracted and wants to protect and hide yeah. and not show up as your most authentic self, then that's a sign. Yeah. And like when I bring it back to that example of that friend group that I had pre-pandemic, 
my whole body was tense all the time around them. I did not feel safe around them. Right. I felt like at any moment they could get mad or drop me or lose me. So what state did that put you in all the time? Fucking triggered. Yeah. (laughs) And then showing up for them, you're like, no, that's okay. She just just said sorry for saying the F word around here. I saw in your podcast (laughs) rating, like, it's like clean. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make sure not to cut. That's because I wasn't going to put explicit. Tori told me not to. Oh my gosh, that's Um, so funny. But I was like, I say fuck a lot, Tori. And she's like, that's okay. Just put clean. Because you'll get more followers this way. I love that. Um, But yeah, like. That's your point going yeah in those relationships um that friend group yeah I was actually telling my partner like if I had gone deeper into those relationships and allowed myself to be even more vulnerable and let my guard down and because there was still a part of me that was like hesitant about that friend group there my intuition was like this is a no. Mm-hmm. Like if you have to try this hard to be their friend, mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't right. This isn't aligned. But right. my ego was like, you have to fit in. You have you to need belong. Friends. You need friends. Yeah. And because you're you tried so hard and then you become their friends, that means you're worthy and yeah. that you're worthy of love and all these yeah. things that are just and think not about how true. cool will look running with a group of girls. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so I was telling this to Derek the other day, like if I had gone even deeper into those relationships and 100% mm-hmm. let my guard down and fully gotten close, mm-hmm. it would have the been so have much again. harder. Yeah. The rupture would have been so much harder because yeah. there was a rupture. Yeah. But if I had let, let my heart fully open to yeah. them and get that close, I feel like that rupture would have been way harder. Mm-hmm. So like this is, I mean, my point is like, listen to your intuition, listen to, listen your, to yeah. your body, listen so to what good. your nervous system is telling you. And it's really important to figure out like the fine line between what your body is saying about the specific person in front of you and trying to understand whether that's a trauma response from something that happened to you in your past, or if actually like this person is not in alignment with you. That's been a huge thing that I've been like working through recently. Yeah. I will say this too. We always talk our kind of me, you and Tori, we've mentioned her 8 million times. She might as well be on this podcast. (laughs) I know, right? Our motto is like date your friends. Because it is, it is very similar to a relationship. It takes time, investment, love, encouragement. And just like you, the whole saying, when you know, you know, with your soulmate and partner, I felt like I knew with you guys. I was like, oh my God, this is the easiest space I've ever entered in my whole freaking life. Hi. Right? I think I came over for like what was going to be an hour and stayed for five. <laughs> and then <laughs> haven't left you alone since. Like, like that is a real thing. And, and until you experience it, you may not know because I remember the soulmate thing feeling like, when you know, you know what the heck does that even mean, right? Until mm-hmm. you experience it. But that full body, safe space to land, intuitive, yes, is so real. So, so hold out for that. Oh, yeah. Make space for that. It's so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone so far over, but we could talk all day long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's okay, though. But before we leave, um, and I'll have you back on a million times, I'm sure, tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at I am Melissa Emily. I'll put that in the notes. Yeah, Melissa with two S's. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where I am. Okay. There's nothing I'm trying to think. Tell me about the exciting nothing thing else. you have coming up. Um, yeah, so I my signature program, Worthy Woman Blueprint, mm-hmm. is um, finishing its first round. And I'm opening up the doors again for ah, enrollment in okay. June. So I'm so, so excited. Yeah. Um, it's a journey of 
learning to heal your relationship with yourself through a trauma-informed approach and fully being able to step into your full confidence, your power, your worth as a feminine woman Mm -hmm. and stop people-pleasing and learn how to truly just be your most authentic self. Mm -hmm. And this round that I'm just kind of completing now has been so incredible. And I'm so excited to like share some of the testimonials and the stories of what people have been experiencing. And like, it's so crazy because I've also felt like I've been going through the program too. Like as I'm writing the modules and as I'm coaching people, like I've experienced such deep transformation just by like, not that I wasn't applying this work before, but like fully like going into Mm -hmm. the experience that I'm taking these women through Mm -hmm. in the program. And so I'm just so excited to bring this out into the world Mm -hmm. again. And for any souls who are listening, who feel aligned Mm -hmm. to get to know me and um, potentially join us in this next round. It's going to be so good. You are so good at what you do. You hold so much space. I always tell everybody, like, I have so many friends that do so many great things to me, but the second you walk in to a space, my, I just feel grounded. Like, you do. You were, you were made for this. So I encourage anyone that wants to, it feels pulled or called just to at least follow you and connect with you because you're such an open heart that you would do all of this for free. Yeah. <laughs> you like really do. Like, I really would. Calling. I know you would. <laughs> Thank um, you. So with that being said, go follow Melissa. You guys like, share, rate the podcast, if you will, if you like it. And I can't wait to see y'all next week. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>